This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So we know where value can be found in 2022. We've been talking about it all year. Energy, the banks, agriculture, home builders, some retailers. Some of them are dirt cheap. Some aren't, but a lot are. But what about healthcare? We haven't talked much on the podcast over the years about healthcare because nothing's been cheap, really. There's, you know, been expensive biotechs and, you know, like CRISPR stocks, genomics, those kinds of stocks. Um, even on the product side, it hasn't been real cheap. So not a lot of healthcare stocks have shown up in the various screens that I've done over the years. But what about now? A lot of stocks are down for the year. We've had this pullback. Even with the summer rally, still a lot of stocks are down. Are there any healthcare or you know medical deals out there? I decided to take a look because I am kind of intrigued about this category again. Um, and that maybe that is saying something too. So I put together a stock screen, of course, to try to figure out what is going on with this area. And we do have sector screening on Zax.com screener that's on Zax.com. You could uh, run the similar screen too. And so the sector on Zax.com is just called medical. And that's a pretty wide moat there. So I didn't know what to expect on the screen. So I just, I plugged in the medical sector and then I did include the Zach's rank because in this kind of environment with a lot of earnings uh, warnings and guidance cuts, we still do want companies that are uh, seeing earnings estimates on the rise for some way, some reason. And so that, because that's more difficult this time, it, I feel like these are going to be a little bit uh, more interesting of a group because we're going to look for the Zach's number one ranks, which are the strong buys. Now, remember, there's only like 230 or 240 of them total. And then we're going to include the number twos because we do want to get a bigger list as much as we can. The number twos are the buy stocks. There's nothing wrong with those either. Uh, there's more of them, though. There's usually around 800 of those. So combined, we're seeing, you know, quite a number to choose from. So that can should give us, you know, a good variety to look for of these top rank stocks. And then for value, I just kept it basic. And I looked for a PE under 15 because that has been our go-to for all the years that I've done this podcast just 15 and under. It's very basic. We're just looking at value on an earnings basis. So I had no expectations when I put this very basic screen together. And I was maybe going to think about adding another valuation metric, maybe a price to sales ratio if we had to. If I ran it and I got, you know, 50 or 60 stocks, I was going to add a price to sales ratio. But when I ran it, I only got 15 stocks. Um, so it wasn't, wasn't very many, right? I was like, ah, only that's it. Um, so I was kind of surprised by that, to be honest. And I was a little bit like, eh, that's not good. But this just tells you, one, there's not that many that have this high Zach's rank in the medical area. So a lot of cuts 
on that side or just the analysts not raising earnings estimates at all. So, um, you know, some conservatism is happening on the medical side, but we shouldn't really be surprised by that given the surge in earnings during the COVID pandemic where companies uh, in a lot of different aspects of medical and healthcare saw rising earnings during that time period. And now it's uh, not over, but things have stabilized more and they're not getting the big earnings growth. So not as much uh, raising of the earnings estimates by the analysts. So did I say 15 stocks? I have 15 and 12. I think it's only 12. Sorry, even less. 12 stocks. <laughs> um, so these are an interesting group with just this basic screen. Only 12 in this whole universe are coming through. So I, of course, picked out five, took a look. I did notice because I did not put in a uh, average price. You know, I didn't do like $5 and over or something like that, that there were some that were on the little bit lower side, but they did have the PE and the rank. So that's how they got in. And I'm going to talk about one of them that uh, I decided to include, but otherwise I tried to stay away from some of those that were just too cheap for me. There's a reason it's trading, you know, under $2 or something. And so I stayed away from those. So let's dive right in. So the first stock is one we've talked about numerous times, but I went back to it because it has the number one rank. There weren't that many number ones on here. There were most, mostly number twos. So this happened to be number one of the number ones, and it's AMN Healthcare, ticker A, M as in Mary, N as in Nancy. They do the um, doctor and nursing staffing side of things, um, big, big in the nursing. And obviously during the pandemic, it was huge, huge business. They they do have the travel nurse staffing and everybody needed the travel nurses. And so wages on the travel nurses went way up and now they're starting to come back down because demand is less. It hasn't completely gone away. And so some of the wage pressures are coming down. So the average that the travel nurse is now making per week is starting to come down a bit. But shares are still cheap and the analysts are, still did raise for this year because they got overly pessimistic on what was happening out there with um, the wages and things. So what's the PE like? It's 9.2. They have a market cap of $4.4 billion, no dividend, but they were doing a share buyback. Um, four estimates are higher in the last 30 days, like I said, because they got too pessimistic and things just aren't that bad. Earnings expected to be up 39% still in 2022 to 11.16 versus 8.03. And then, then next year, now the analysts expecting the bigger earnings decline as those uh, pressures 
and demand for the travel nurses eases a bit. We still have demand for nurses everywhere, though. <laughs> so it's not going to ease as much as what everybody says, but earnings expected to decline 25.6% to $8.30. I own AMN Healthcare in the Zach's Value Investor. We've actually owned it off and on throughout the last couple of years. The dynamics have always been good because the baby boomer uh, medical professionals, doctors and nurses are retiring. And there was always going to be a shortage in that area. And now you throw in the pandemic and burnout by a lot of our medical professionals, understandably. And now there's even a bigger shortage. So all these things are working in the staffing company's favor, including AMN Healthcare. So I still like it even with that earnings decline for next year because the shares are still cheap. The stock is basically going nowhere. And because uh, there's no catalyst in there. <laughs> um, it's, you know, we're going to see the decline. The, uh, you know, earnings are going to decline, you know, here into 2023, and then we'll see what happens with the business. So I'm not expecting much to go on with these shares, but, uh, but you never know what's going to develop, right? So we'll see on that one, AMN Healthcare, AMN. Then we're switching over to bigger pharma and a bigger cap company, Amerisource Bergen. ABC is the ticker. Easy one to remember, ABC. It's a number two. It has a PE of 13.4. Market cap is much bigger at $31 billion, and they do pay a dividend yielding 1.2%. So fiscal 2022 earnings expected to be up 18.8% to $11 from 9.26 and five estimates are up in the last 30 days that's why you have the higher Zacks rank. Next year also some more earnings growth up 4.5% for next year. So it is unusual to see uh like double digit earnings growth with these bigger pharma companies. So this is kind of nice to see for this year and additional earnings growth for next year. Uh, they are also big on the animal side. I went to their website and they were talking about animal health and things. So they've got that aspect as well. And they weren't the only kind of bigger pharma on this list. Merck was also on the list, but I'm not going to highlight them. We've talked about them in the past, but Merck also uh, cheap and with the high Zax rank. So that's Amerisource Bergen, ABC. Then uh, we're going to switch up things a bit and go into some companies I know I've never talked about. So the first one is called, I might probably going to say this wrong, Assertio. A Sertio? Sertio is what I want to call it. A-S-R-T. A as in Adam, S as in Sam, R as in Robert, T as in Tom. A Sertio. Sertio? Uh, number two on the Zach's rank, PE is just 5.6. So this was one of the dirt cheap ones. And so I was kind of intrigued by it. Market cap, though, of only $132 million. So very tiny, and it trades at $2.80. So beware, beware of stocks under $5, very volatile, right? But it does have a PE, so I knew they had to have some kind of earnings. What was going on with that? So they're supposed to make 49 cents in 2022. That's up 1,733% because they lost three cents last year, but it's not a one-hit wonder. They're still supposed to be earnings positive for 2023 at $0.30 cents 
Um, that's down 38%, but you know, given that they were negative in 2021, putting together two years of earnings positive would be a good development. They said on their uh, earnings that they're eyeing multiple asset acquisitions. They raised the revenue outlook for the year to 137 million from 129 million on higher sales and improving gross margin. And they have positive cash flow. They also had 52.3 million in cash. So I'm like looking at all these things going, wow, this all sounds real good. So what are they in? They're specialty pharma in neurology, hospital, and pain and inflammation. Those are the areas. So they do have some sales of some products. They are seeing revenues and they do have a PE. So I I am kind of pleasantly surprised because you never know on these very small companies what is going on there. Um, so you're going to have to take a deeper dive. Go listen to the conference calls. Find out what's happening behind the scenes, why they're at 49 cents this year versus a loss of three cents last year and how they're going to keep this going. But I do like that they raised their revenue outlook for the year. So that is a Sergio ticker ASRT. And who says value investors can't can have some fun with their stock picks, right? Who says we're all boring? No, I, I reject that notion. Um, there's certainly some non-boring stocks in this week's. Okay, the fourth stock is another interesting one, Prophase Labs. It's P as in Paul, R as in Robert, P as in Paul, H is the ticker. It's also a Zach's number two. And a PE of 9.97, so just about 10. So that's pretty cheap. We only have one analyst on this company, and they did raise the estimates in the last 30 days. That's how it's got the rank. They are looking for $1.15 here in 2022. That's up 475% because they only made 20 cents last year. And then it's supposed to decline 89% to just 12 cents next year. So that's what I don't like as much on this one, that it's such a dramatic decline, um, even back below 2021. So initially, they were a supplements and over-the-counter manufacturer, and now they're developing into a diagnostics and genomics company, it says on their site. Second quarter, they did have record revenue up 218% to $29.1 million. Um, as you can imagine, when I'm saying 29.1 million, their market cap is small at only 183 million. So this is another small cap. Um, they just reported on August 11th. So this is all recent data. But one thing I do find interesting about Prophase Labs is they paid a special cash dividend of 30 cents a share on June 30th. So you got that going for you. And they announced a $6 million share repurchase program. So that's also happening on this small cap company. They had $24 million in cash sitting there. So apparently, you know, no problem paying all that. Um, they're making a lot of money still from the COVID testing. So I know what you're thinking, like, oh, Tracy, that's over. It's done. But is it done if you, uh, if some of your 
biggest customers are, say, universities or other schools, like school districts, places where they're going to continue to do, you know, kind of regular testing, even at like nursing homes, um, you know, even like sports teams, things like that. Uh, so they, they do expect it to slow to some extent on the COVID testing, but with, uh, you know, new, new variants springing up and things, uh, changing constantly, they still expect fairly robust, uh, business on the COVID testing side still. So maybe is this here to stay? I I don't know, but it, it is possibly for the rest of this year, 2022, and then we'll see. And that could be why the one analyst has it dropping off a cliff there for 2023, because there is no real visibility in what might be happening on the COVID side and this big kind of testing uh, situations that have sprung up over the last two years. Um, so we'll see. A lot of this is wait and see. But that's Prophase Labs, P-R-P-H. And then we're going to wrap it up with one that's been around for a while, Patterson Companies, P-D-C-O. P is in Paul, D is in Dave, C is in Cat, and then O. They are on the dental and animal health. I didn't even realize they did animal. I knew they did dental for forever, but animals are actually their bigger business by sales. It's 60% now versus 40% for dental. They have a market cap of 2.8 billion. They are pretty cheap with a P of 12.6. They're also a number two. That's the buy, remember? Number two, rank number two. Uh, eight estimates were higher in the last 60 days. So they said something good on their last earnings to get all the analysts to raise. Fiscal 2023 earnings expect to be up just 1.3%. 2024, though, up 7.7. So I do like the direction that's going in. They do pay a dividend, and it's quite nice at 3.6%. So you're getting something for the cheapness and the lack of growth really on the earnings side. You're not getting double-digit growth here, so you better get it as cheap as you can. Is 12.6 times cheap enough for this one? I don't know. I might like it even cheaper, you know, under 10 times. And then I'm willing to dive in there. I get the dividend plus um, we get some earnings growth, but I'm getting it cheap enough to compensate for that. So I don't know. This is one I'm I'm watching, keeping on my watch list. Patterson Companies, PDCO. So as you can see, just looking in the big medical sector, I'm getting quite a variety from dental to animal to, you know, obviously big pharma to this lab uh, diagnostics to uh, small specialty pharmas, and then even to staffing. There were no uh, like big names in the hospital side or insurance side, although insurance might be under the financial uh, ticker, you know, sector and not in the medical. Um, I didn't look to see, but either way, it's still kind of an interesting list on who is cheap right here. And remember, if you're searching and screening by PE, you're not going to get the companies that have negative earnings. 
And that includes a lot of the biotechs, you know, companies that have drugs in the pipeline or some product in the pipeline, but aren't yet actually earning positive earnings or haven't even launched anything and have, you know, almost no to zero sales. So this screen is not going to pick up any of that. So you're not going to get like the cutting edge biotechs at all by looking with a PE ratio, right? But you can still get some of these that where maybe something more interesting is going on and they've managed to finally get on the positive earnings side and um, they're still small and there is still some growth there um, on earnings and revenue. So it's just going to be, you know, looking around and digging around and sometimes the Zach's rank can uncover Companies you've never heard of, small caps that only have one or two analysts on them. Remember, I've always run that screen on the hidden gems. I did look at that for this week, but there were too many hidden gems. So I didn't want to deal with it this week. There were something like 40 or something. Um, So I'm going to have to take a look again. And the hidden gems means it's not as... Uh, well followed by the analysts community. So it's not like an Apple with like 30 analysts on there or more and, you know, 30 estimates in, on Zax.com or anything. It'll have, you know, much less estimates and it'll be much more like a uh, pro phase labs that only has the one analyst on there. So that all being said, we were able to find some value stocks in healthcare. They are kind of intriguing. They are a little riskier, some of them, smaller caps, always going to be riskier, but we do buy when they're cheap to try to negate some of that risk. And all of these are cheap for now on the current PE or earnings outlook. So keep that in mind too, that the earnings can change, you know, every day, depending on what the analyst estimates are doing. Um, And so this is just a forward look at the earnings. It's not the trailing, which is what the company has actually done. So keep that in mind as well. Now, let me recap the stock tickers that we covered this week. We had AMN Healthcare. That's the staffing company, AMN. We had Amerisource Bergen, Big Pharma, ABC. We had Aristio, (laughs) can't pronounce it, the one I can't pronounce, Assertio, sorry, Assertio, A-S-R-T is the ticker on that one. Prophase Labs is P-R-F-H and Patterson is P-D-C-O. And as always, you want to be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single Value Investor episode. I am bringing you value stocks because there are plenty of them out there right now, but we're trying to find the best stocks and those for long-term investing, those that may have dividends or have growth going forward too, the rare combination of value and growth. So be sure to subscribe and get us. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Amazon Music, and you can get us with the Zach's Market Edge on SoundCloud, but be sure to get us somewhere and I'll see you again next week with some more value stocks. 
This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.